two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? To one inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. This is Joe. Um, apparently, I am starting off the show this evening. Uh, yes, you are. He said with abundant confidence. Because <laughs> art sabotaged me. So, hello, everybody. As I said, this is, well, Lex. You can call me Joe or Lex. Uh, of course, I am joined by my co-host, Art. Art, say hi to everybody. Hi to everybody. <laughs> and- oh, these are the jokes. <laughs> and we have two returning guests this evening. Uh, first, we have our buddy Chris. Chris, how, how, are, you guys? how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Great to be back. Awesome. Great to have you. And we are also joined by a friend of ours from high school who now calls Florida his home. Kenny, Kenny, how's it going? I'm sweating my ass off, and it's storming outside. <laughs> exactly. Way to be a downer. That's right. Thanks Dave, so much. how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing lovely jubbly today. Oh, he's, lo- he's feeling extra British today. Extra British. I can't do, even though my parents are British. Dude, oh, yeah, you mother. seriously, you've grown up listening to this shit in your house. It's because your mom life. sound like mom, grandparents sound like granddad and grandma. They don't sound British to me. So are you saying that mom sounds like mom, but mom sounds really different than dad? It's not like it's a male-female voice. She's like, she says shit totally different. <laughs> you must have a problem listening to like BBC or something. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever needed subtitles in a Guy Ritchie film? Absolutely not. So then you're fine. <laughs> you can read. Never mind. Whatever. We're not going to waste any more time on this. Oh, Dave, what are the, what's the, uh, the, the, you know, the number of people in the assortment order? Uh, That's the word. We're going to start out with art today, but uh, let's see. Well, what's shit. everybody drinking? Yes, yeah, so oh. what is everybody drinking? Art, what do you have there? I have um, some talisman whiskey, and I'm joined by my friend Pickleback today. So I have a bottle of pickle juice to help ease this terrible, terrible cheap whiskey that I got. Oh. oh, oh, God. It's going to be so fucking good. Oh, my God. Joe, you, Chris, what, do what you are you, Oh, are you saving yours for last? Because I'm you, saving mine for okay, last. Okay, you got, you got it for last. Chris, I, uh, what do you have? I'm enjoying a little bit of Grey Goose. I actually brought the bottle in with me because I know that uh, I'm going to need it for this podcast. <laughs> hey, you're not wrong. Little, little, hey. little, little vodka, little ice. Perfect. Sweet. What about you, Kenny? Uh, right now, for the podcast, I am drinking Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Uh, it's, it's one of the beers that I like to drink once a year because it's different every year, but it really isn't. But <laughs> I, I've been I've been shooting the uh, Tito's vodka for a little while. I have a guest in town, so you know, yeah. 
so that's the occasion. I was just wondering if you just bring out the good vodka. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tito's. Yeah. $20 for a 750 milliliter. Dude, Tito's is tits. I I like Tito's. Tito's. Yeah. Really good. What about you, Dave? I have my Cerveza today, Pacifico. The last good beer in my fridge, and now it's like nothing but Budweiser and Coors Light after that. Oh, man. Well, speaking about having nothing good left in your fridge, this takes me back to my college days. This is probably something you all haven't talked about or heard about in quite some time. Jungle juice. A bottle of Steel Reserve. Oh, Oh, nice. man. (laughs) And yes, it tastes like... And yes, it tastes like sludge, but but it'll also put some hair on your chest too. So, so here's the, the real important question: <laughs> Did you get it ice cold? Yes. Now you have to drink it before it gets a hair above ice cold, because the minute it does, it's going to oh. taste like warmed up asshole, and you don't want that to happen. It already that... tastes like warmed up asshole. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yummy. I think one day we're going to have to do the Edward Forty Hands episode of. Oh my god, that was disappointing. Oh. Can you imagine what it'd be like for me to just try to smash down on the soundboard during that? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I be have... just as good as it normally is. That's right. I... It would probably be better. You would add to the show. (laughs) I have to say, I was really torn between this bottle of steel reserve here and picking up a a bottle of Old English. Oh, yeah. Love me some OE, man. man. (laughs) It's the best coming back out. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't matter which way it's coming back out, but it's the best all three ways. Hey, yep. How you imbibe, that's up to you, man. You gotta do that, OE, hon. Uh, <laughs> there you go, hon. Oh, God help us. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. I think we're going to begin the night with art. Yep. What do you have for us, buddy? Hold on, pickle juice shot. Oh, man. Is it at least like garlic pickle or like, oh, you yeah. Know, by the way, this is actually from the Sonoma Brinery. If you have a Trader Joe's near you, they have these pickles, and that shit is awesome. And the pickle juice in there, delicious. Love right, pickles. Screw off. <laughs> okay, so first topic. It's, um, you know, take it as you will, whichever way you want. But I want to know what has been the best piece of advice you've ever gotten and the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten. Uh, hopefully we'll keep this pretty funny, but then again, I'm sure there's probably going to be some some uh, some serious notes that pop up. But I'll start off with this. Uh, I can say, <clears throat> for me, that you know I'll start with the the heavier stuff. The worst piece of advice that I ever got was from a friend, and it was after I had a breakup. And I remember telling this friend, it's no one who's here, saying. I, you know, how hurt I was and how upset I was. And he said, man, you know, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta try one more time. You just have to give it a try. You know, you can't, you gotta fight for this. Go tell her how you feel. Worst fucking advice I've ever got in my life because I went and did exactly that. And if getting dumped the first time was like getting kicked in the nuts by a fucking field kicker, then getting kicked in the nuts a second time after spilling your heart out in a last ditch effort, hoping that you're going to have that third act twist that you get in all the romantic comedies. 
that <laughs> really bad. Because guess what? Life is not the movies. That shit has, does not happen. Has anybody had that third act in a in a love movie at all? In real life? I don't think that's ever in happened real life. to anybody in the history of ever. <laughs> so I don't know where the fuck they got that idea. So that, that sucked. Um, but I will say, the best piece of advice that I ever got actually came from a bathroom wall in high school. <laughs> it was right above the urinals at the boys' room near the entrance of Chesapeake High. And above it in the grout was a dot and an arrow pointing down, and it said, focus point. And ever since then, I realized if you ever go to a public bathroom and you're just sitting there like you had to pee and you get in there, all of a sudden you can't pee. Just focus. Find the focus point. And then it just, the river runs. Amazing. I've never, ever, ever forgotten that advice. Of that all the be. deep things you could pick. You picked that? Yeah. Hey, you <laughs> know that what? was beautiful. That was that, beautiful. See? Kenny gets it. And by that the way, that shit, that shit exists in my mind, galvanized, crystal clear to this day. And maybe I would have had something more meaningful if any of you assholes had anything good to tell me you growing up. But no, apparently you didn't. Chris is like, no more money, Art. Dave's like, don't drink so much. Kenny, you said, play better guitar. And Joe, I don't remember what you said, but I'm sure it was something else. Nothing important, I'll tell you that. There you go. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go next. Um, uh, Dave, uh, just so you know, I'm going to change my last topic now uh, to the thing I was not going to do this week. That's okay. Well, I really, <laughs> hey, this is, by the way, this is interesting radio to start talking clandestine yeah. Yeah. about topics. <laughs> you could have just surprised yeah, Dave. You wouldn't, no, 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 no. Dave wouldn't have given a shit if you changed. <laughs> the reason is, is because my worst piece of advice kind of has to do with my, with what I was originally going to do with my last topic. Ah. Um, so uh, the worst piece of advice I ever got was from uh countless movies and tv shows and such and it's and it kind of it kind of in a in in a way goes with what art was just talking about with his worst piece of advice it was uh <laughs> as many of you guys know i had some obsessions in high school and college and such you know ladies um and the thing is is that the movies and tv shows and whatnot always taught you was that if at first you don't succeed, you know, try, try again, you know, oh, you know, you're the person that you're pining for, you know, might not be interested right now. But if you go, but if you keep on showering them or keep on kind of harassing them and whatnot, oh, it'll happen. No, <laughs> it just yep. makes you look like no. a fucking creep. No. I like how it does. does. <laughs> I like how you just slid in, you know, just keep harassing them. You well, gotta, keep you gotta try even harder. <laughs> You got to keep going. <laughs> you got to keep going and you got to get that camera out and take pictures when That's you're right. on their property. It just I makes mean, you look like a creep. <laughs> Joe, Joe, would you care to would you care to uh, to share any of these uh, extend these, these extension steps of your tactic that you might have employed back then that might have just felt you know the romance went on a little longer than it should have? Um, any gestures well, perhaps? Well, the romance never actually happened what well, so, happened I mean, on your in in your mind you were oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like doing romantic, uh, so. like a certain uh girl who i pined after uh back in high school who uh i was her secret santa or <laughs> whatever it was during one of our during one of our high school plays and i spent like 
hundreds of dollars on her. Um, that was like that is just like cringetopia, right? <laughs> you know, looking back at her. But but this but this is the kind of stuff that the movies and TV series and such told you. And like I said, it just makes you look like a fucking creep. And, you know, I, I, I like to think that I'm not a creep, but I sure as hell looked like one back then. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I've learned my lesson now, you know, never accept that kind of bullshit as like advice, I guess you can say. Um, I, I will say that the best piece of advice I ever got, uh, my dad was like a fountain of wisdom and um as you all know i have a love of like the paranormal you know ghosts and and aliens and you know you know all kinds of good stuff um he always said joe it's not the dead you have to worry about it's the living and i think that's part of the reason why i kind of uh why I kind of like that stuff as much as I do like it's creepy but at the same time too it's not that dangerous and it's and it, it, it kind of reminds me of a meme that I've been seeing on Facebook as of late with somebody staying up late, you know, you know, terrified, you know, being like, you know, oh, you know, this is me after watching the scary movie or blah, 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 or the show about ghosts. And then it's the same picture of them sound asleep after watching a documentary about a serial killer who's still loose out there. And it's like, you know, it, it's like, it's, it's the living you have to worry about, not the dead. So. Makes that is sense. my best and worst advice. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Oh, um, well, I don't quite have the same uh, as, as, as you, Joe. That's a little deep with the worry about the living and not the dead. Mine does pertain uh, a little bit to high school where there was a friend of mine that I was very close with and uh, we had discussed things and he actually, uh, you know, pushed me and himself to write a movie. And uh, that movie, that movie happened to be, um, you know, something where we, we started like with an idea and he's like, no, we could do it. It'll be great. And then we did it and actually wrote the movie. And then uh, we said, well, now we have to make it. And I was like, you're not ridiculous. We can't make it. Like, so I was trying to sell the script, which, you know, <laughs> what a stupid idea that was. So then we tried to make it and we actually made it. <laughs> and we actually finished it. And, um, and now, uh, after all this time, my name is still attached to that after I've become a titan in my industry. And I'm still fear till this day that that movie will make it to the mainstream and ruin my entire career. So that was the worst advice I ever got in my life. <laughs> and, well, and, and to make it even better, do I, I don't know who this person is that you're talking about, Chris. I really don't. But all I could say is, at least you don't have to worry about doing that anymore because now you're very, very much affiliated with a, a podcast that has such, such gems as... Or perhaps, or maybe even, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? So uh, you've clearly chosen, you've chosen very, very wisely. You should have sold the note. <laughs> I'll keep it quick. The, the, uh, the, the true worst advice I ever got, um, and this is a little deeper than that, was to go work for a family member. I actually worked for my father for a little while. That was terrible advice that I got from a couple friends of mine, nobody here on this, on this podcast, and that did not pan out well for me at all. But I got the best advice actually right after that happened when I was like on my ass with $400 to my name um, and had no money, nothing. And uh, 
I was actually, I had advice to get into the car business, which I'm currently in, because I always had a passion for cars growing up. And I never really put the two and two together and never thought I'd be in this business. If it wasn't for this friend to tell me, give it a shot. I gave it a shot and it did wind up working out. So that was some of the best advice that I got. But uh, yeah, the money shot still by far my worst decision ever. But <laughs> who's next? <laughs> what do you have to say, Kenny? <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going through it, trying to figure out what I would say is my worst piece of advice I've ever had. Uh, maybe shaking more than four times when peeing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I would say that uh, I've had a lot of credit problems in the past. And uh, yeah, maybe that was it. But um, I don't know. I haven't gotten a lot of bad advice. I would say some of the best advice I've ever gotten was to just cool the fuck down and just take it easy. You know, listen to people your opinion doesn't mean shit to anybody else you know um i'm a firm believer of the jedi code so you know it's like one of those things where you're like just be even that's the best advice i've ever gotten nice very nice sorry i don't have any jokes there but you know <laughs> oh well that's all right that's all right <laughs> okay would, dave why don't you, you give us a score um, I'm going to give a million points to Chris because I actually got that same bad advice. And Joe, I think you got that same bad I did. advice. You I know, know, apparently you know. there was a real douchebag running around Maryland at some point just handing out <laughs> yeah. bad advice. So, uh, yeah, a million points for Chris. Yes. <laughs> totally the worst advice. <laughs> in fact, in fact, if I recall correctly, one of our other friends who's appeared on this podcast a few times actually appeared as a Nazi in that movie. <laughs> yeah. oh my god that'd yeah yeah that's have that's true after. but you know what whose fault is that really i'd say it's the person the actor not the writer you know <laughs> yeah, i think there is and i'm having another drink <laughs> it's it's all the writer it's all the writer yeah. somebody did homosexual stereotypes that was absolutely horrible. hey yeah i know but you know i could say that whatever was written in the 2000s was exactly what it was for the time it's not cool now but it's a time capsule of 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 the the insensitivity and lack of understanding of the time. Wasn't cool then either. All right, Kenny, go ahead. What's your topic for this evening? <laughs> okay. Um, well, guys, I I would really like to know what some of your guilty pleasures are. Um, and before we start talking about denying uh, handicaps of their um, ability to poop and you know, you're welcome. Animated mouse porn. I'm gonna say that uh, my like that here. <laughs> look at this. My... Look at this humble brag about somebody who's been listening to the show. <laughs> oh, oh, keep that shit look... to yourself, Kenny. <laughs> uh, my guilty pleasure is the reality TV show Big Brother, and I don't like reality TV shows. I think they're all just stupid, petty shit. But Big Brother is literally. Emperor Palpatine in training. It teaches you how to lie. And it teaches you how to lie better than most people know how to lie. And the best person that knows how to lie ends up winning the money. And for me, that's everything. Because like I said, I'm a big liar. But um, it's, it's one of those things. I watch it every it's three times a week. Um, I, 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 I don't tell people this, you know, because it's it's a reality TV show, and that was so out in 2005. But um, so my wife and I actually uh, set up a draft where we pick players that we think are going to win. I mean, we get really into it. In fact, there was an episode that aired tonight, 
And I, at one point I literally leapt up like my team had scored a touchdown. Um, it's one of those things that like, you know, it, it just takes you to a place where you can lie your ass off and uh, be whoever you want and you may or may not stay the next week. Um, so yeah, just to keep it um, lighthearted, uh, yeah. A reality TV show, Big Brother, is my guilty pleasure, and uh, it, 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 it's awesome. I, I, will, I will never stop watching Big Brother. <laughs> Chris, cool. look like you got something on the edge of your tongue there. Uh, I, I, you know, there, there was a show that, you know, it's funny because guilty pleasures to me are shows as well, so I'm, I'm with you on that. And uh, one of the shows I used to like to watch before it got canceled and, and all this stuff happened was actually Live PD. And the reason I like to watch that show is simply because it made me feel so much better about where I am in life. <laughs> I, I would just look at these people on this show and it was just like the bottom of the barrel people, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, they're, they're having drunken arguments outside of a trailer park or something's happening, you know, it was just, and I was like, wow, you know what, my, I really have a lot to be thankful for because I could have been like these people. So, so that was, uh, that was one of the things, but that shows off the air. Now, the other show I really like is Bar Rescue. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show. Uh, it's where a real hot-headed New York goes into the bars and tries to rehab them. And it's actually a really good show, but it's made strictly for the camera when he goes in and just like screams and berates and tears down like the bar owners. <laughs> and the fake fights are just like so horrendously bad, but you can't stop watching them. So yes, I do too also have reality show guilty pleasures. Yes, yes. <laughs> And there's so many bad reality TV shows out there. I mean, yeah. like, I don't care about why your boyfriend got sent home. I don't give a shit about that. It's the lying I want to see. More yeah. lying. How far will you go? Exactly. You know, and, and these Money. Go pretty far. I, it's, it's, yeah, so that's, that's what I got. Who else? Joe? You see, that's the problem that I have with shows. Like, like I don't like these cutthroat shows, the, these reality shows where the whole go is just to fuck people over. Just because I never like to see the people who are fucking others over like, get ahead in life. You know what I mean? That's why if I'm watching a reality show, I, I like something... Go ahead, you know, you know, have have your layoffs at my expense as usual. But I already know what he's gonna say. What do you think I was gonna say? I have a feeling. I think I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. The Great British Baking Show. Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> I can do it. We're, we're like everybody is so supportive of like each other, and there's like you know, and I think it's so sad Wait, when people that's get your, cut. That's your guilty. That is not my guilty pleasure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not my guilty pleasure. I'm just saying that's the kind of reality programs I enjoy. Uh, I see. Is, I see. Yeah. It's is it's something where they're the contestant. You know, yeah, you still have the 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 one dick judge like Paul Hollywood, but 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 he's like he's like half as bad as like a Gordon Ramsay or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's like, you know, he's more likely to talk about a soggy bottom then then scream at then scream at you about your scalps being raw or or overcooked or something like that no my guilty pleasure um nowadays would have to be the game <laughs> animal crossing for the nintendo switch which it, it, dave dave you can smirk but dave plays this game as well oh my <laughs> god <laughs> really 
I've invited Carrie and Kenny's wife over to my island numerous times. What? 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 Kenny, how do you feel about that? (laughs) Holy shit! This has just become a reality show. I am usually I am usually up every morning between five and five thirty, and I you know just because my workday starts at six, and so for that time I'm usually in. I'm usually on my quote unquote island and there's re- relaxing music music playing at that hour of day. And I'm digging up the fossils and doing some fishing or insects. Fossils. And it's just a lot of fun. And it's just, it's something, Boring. It's, it's something I enjoy doing with my kid. Uh, not at that hour, but, uh, but my son who's just started playing games as of late, uh, you know, that's, that's his first game and, he loves it, although it seems like he's always cross-dressing our character. I'm not really sure what's going on there. I but... like you. <laughs> he, he just likes the pretty outfits. That's all I can say. But, <laughs> uh, but no, I would have to say that's my guilty pleasure. As for you, Art, what's your guilty pleasure? Man, I feel like mine isn't actually all that funny because I, I don't know. I just feel like Whatever pleasures I have now, they're more, <laughs> they're more deviant than they are guilty. Um, like pooping in a handicap bathroom. Well, yeah, well, that that does that does get my motor going. Um, actually, these days, I'd say my guilty pleasure is watching Chopped. That's and that's not even that bad, you know. Um, I will I will for the sake of humor talk about some of my previous guilty pleasures. Okay. Uh, and they were pretty much reality show based um, and, and really, really sappy drama based. <clears throat> so my guilty pleasures in uh, two different time periods of life were uh, watching Pawn Stars. Um, even though that shit is completely staged, it's all bullshit. Yeah, but getting so involved with the old man and the dude, fucking- I loved Pawn Stars, man. That was a great show. But it's like they just like the whole thing about it, like starting it up with such intensity and just like, like you these mean guys you got are like into- hardcore people in Vegas doing rough and tumble deals when they're actually a bunch of you know fairly wealthy douchebags who put on these airs you've got an original da vinci really let's get the expert in here like yeah well hold on a second i I can't really talk to you about how much this sword is going to be running for but we have a specialist yeah we have a specialist and then before then was dawson's creek yep Uh, dawson's creek was my jam (laughs) dave knew it he called it in the chat I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Um, and honestly, I actually thought about this very well could suddenly become a, a renewed um, guilty pleasure because I have not seen that show since it went off the air and I'm kind of itching to watch it again now to see what my perspective and my point of view would see that show as today. Are, are they redoing that show? No, I don't think so. I, I just want to see. I thought I heard that they were. Don't fuck with I, me. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I missed the Vanderbeek. I could be wrong. Dave can look it up, but I thought they were redoing that show. Dave's That's busy drinking this episode. It. He's doing very little typing on the computer and Google searching. He's. Yeah, it, it took him true. however much. What, what episode is this right now? Hold on. This is episode 14-ish, maybe 13. Oh, wait. Yeah, we lost one. So this is episode 13. And it's finally now that Dave has decided to stop being a producer. <laughs> so, But that's but what anyway. producers are, man. 
Yeah. So I wish I had something. Well, you know, he's actually looking at porn right now, right? Of course he is. I can see it in his eyes that he's got his like, <laughs> he's got his heart on stare right there. <laughs> Okay, that's okay. it. That's it. I wish I had something better. I apologize. Let's move on, shall we? Unac- Chris, unacceptable. What do you got? Well, no, no, no. What's the points first? Oh, fuck it. The points. Dave, give someone a million points. Uh, I'm going to give 2004 points to Kenny because that's how long I guess you've been watching Big Brother for. I can't so believe happy. it's been on hey, for 20 years. 20, 22 seasons of 22 seasons, I've only missed four. I talked about Animal Crossing. Wait, wait, hold on a second. We really need to address the fact that Kenny's only missed four seasons of 22 seasons of, of Big Brother. You've watched 18 seasons? The first three I didn't watch. And then... Wow. Oh, you were just waiting to see if the hype was real or if it would die down? Is that what it you was? You know, I, I don't want to be like a player or anything, you know. But like, uh, I also missed a season recently in the years because I was trying to do other things like get laid. Makes sense. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Yep, yep. Okay. And uh, I don't see anything about uh, Dawson's Creek coming back. (laughs) I just stole stole that 2,000 points. (laughs) Shut the hell up. (laughs) Chris, what do you got? All right. So uh, I'm in sales, obviously, and I I recognize different sales pitches and things. And I was recently uh, staying in a hotel that I didn't realize was part of a property that sells timeshares. <laughs> and I stayed in the hotel and it was a very nice place. And I thought like the concierge was a little bit pushy in the fact of, oh, well, you know, welcome to the hotel. Um, we need to set you up with a, uh, with an orientation and all this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? I was just checking in and there, no, 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 don't worry about it. Listen, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to set you up in one of our owner suites and we're going to make sure that you have free pizza and you have anything to drink that you want. And I was like, well, that's great. Is that included in like the room price? And she's like, no, no, no. It's all included in the room price. Don't worry about it. And, and the whole thing was for them to pitch uh, to sell me, you know, one of their timeshares at one of their multiple properties around the world. So my question is this, that particular sales pitch I got out of, cause I never went to the two day seminar thing, but I have been roped into one of these things before, which was a pyramid scam. And that was selling water filters. And uh, I actually went to the seminar for that one where it was so horrendously bad. Um, but people were still stroking checks for like $200 to buy into these water filters. And eventually the guy who started that company, literally a week after I went to it, uh, got arrested for embezzlement. So my, <laughs> so, so my, my, my question is this, have you ever been roped into a horrible timeshare or pyramid scam sales pitch and you wanted to leave, but it was just so bad. You had to see how it played out and who actually believed this shit. <laughs> So I know it's a weird one, but in sales, I just experienced this. And I got to tell you that, you know, the way that this concierge was like pushing a free pizza on me was like unbelievable to get me to listen to a timeshare pitch. So, <laughs> have you guys had any experience with that in pyramid scams or timeshares or bad sales pitches that you wanted to leave, but just couldn't? <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I had, um, um, I've mentioned this on a previous episode once before um i graduated from college not long at after september 11th um and obviously the like economy at the time was not very good so it was uh it was you know a lot of searching on monster.com you know looking through the 
Maryland newspapers and such trying to find jobs. And Lord knows I went to many a horrible job interview. And there was one that was a pyramid scheme that I went to. Um, I remember they had rented out a, uh, a office um, in like a, in a, um, one of those outdoor malls kind yeah, of thing. Strip mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A strip mall. Thank you. Storefront. And, <laughs> and uh and uh it was so sketchy the entire thing and it and i don't even remember what the hell it was about like i mean i actually sat there and listened to it because it wasn't until about halfway through because i was very naive at the time that i even realized kind of what was going on um of course i didn't sign you know any paperwork or anything else but it seemed like anybody who hadn't got up and left, you know, who, <laughs> who was much brighter than what myself, um, people who were still there, the people who were already embedded in this scheme were kind of starting to like surround them. So it was like, you know, so it was really like kind of cultish really. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, if you were still there, they were like closing in on you trying to, <laughs> trying to uh i would say it was almost like a stepford wives thing <laughs> a little bit just with the just with the big smiles and, and like everything else and it was it was just so creepy and it was uh and i remembered that um that the contract that they gave me it even talked about how the legalese and whatnot was on back of the paper and when you would turn the paper over it was completely blank so I mean, it was like just everything was so sketchy and I mean it, it was I have no idea whatever came of the place I'm sure that much like the gentleman who Chris was just talking about you know well gentleman or woman uh that they're probably in jail now um <laughs> for, for like a myriad of things uh but uh it's um I didn't stay because I was that enthralled with it. I was more like a deer in headlights, like what the fuck is going on? And yeah. like and a train wreck, it, like it was a train wreck, and you. Just oh yeah, said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, mean, I have to. People see were still this there. People were still there, willing yeah. to start to check. That's yeah. the scariest part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tell I mean, me more. Tell me more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wait, you mean I can get the company Cadillac? <laughs> if I reach level twenty-four, I can get the Cadillac. <laughs> like I, like I would like to think that I was, that it was not just luck, and that there was actually some smarts there on my part that I didn't actually sign the paperwork or anything. But, uh, it, but, but I'm sure that there were plenty of people who did, and I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was pretty terrible. Uh, Kenny, do you, do you have anything to add here? Uh, yeah, I'm not very proud of this. Um, so I used to work at a BJ's, which to contrary to belief is not a place where you get both blowjobs. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, so, um, down here they don't have BJ's. So I always have to explain that like I'm in Florida. So I'm like, you know, I worked at a BJ's and they're like, really, what's that about? Anyway. So, um, I was uh, at the time at the time I smoked cigarettes. So I was outside on a smoke break and some guy goes, dude, I've got some audio equipment in the back of my van. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, we, was, it was double ordered and it's totally paid for it. And we're, oh, we're just trying, God. but we can't go back. We can't go back to the warehouse with this stuff because if we do, they're just going to take it back and put it in inventory. Do you want any of this? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want all of it. And, 
And uh, yeah, so, um, but they were trying to get money out of it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll take those tweeters, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so, um, you know, uh, they ended up getting about $60 of cash and a bunch of burnt CDs, because that's what the time was, um, of, of music that I liked from my CD wallet. In fact, I gave them the $60 cash and they're like, man, this, we could totally get $100 for this. And I'm like, I've got some CDs in my CD wallet if you want to take a look. <laughs> they did and they took like three CDs. I, and, I like yeah. that you fell into buying shit that you, was stolen. That's the <laughs> best part about it. <laughs> you bartered. And then you it was not stolen. Bootleg CDs. You don't know that for sure. And then you bartered bootleg CDs for shit that <laughs> fell off a truck. <laughs> so so hold on, like the, the the whole pitch was like you know at the time, and, and I got the stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, am I stupid? I'm an idiot. I'm I'm driving home, and I'm thinking to myself, I call my friend up. This is before you could really Google from your from your phone phone. I call my friend up and I look up. And I say, hey, look up this company. Like, is this a good audio company? Do these people make good? And he's like, I can't find this stuff anywhere. So at that time, I, was, I gave it to somebody for a gift. Um, <laughs> a year later, I'm with a friend. We're leaving a restaurant. And a van pulls up. And they tell me that they have all of this audio equipment to sell. And they double ordered. And they weren't able to get rid of the second part. And if they go back to the warehouse. And I was like, you know what, dude? Go fuck yourself. I, that's, that's false. <laughs> Fool me once. Oh, Kenny, though, I, I, you made the right choice. But I would also say you time. had a golden opportunity. Oh you my knew God. the hustle. You yep. could have fucked with them so bad. It's yep. just like when you know that spam phone call's coming where they're like, we have locked your Apple account and social ID. <laughs> yeah. Please call the social security admission. <laughs> and then you pick up and then you just fuck with them. You could have totally had some fun. Yeah, yeah. I the wish I would have thought of that because I definitely could have. Yeah, I was right. I was ready to throw down at that point, though. I wasn't trying to fuck with them. I was like, you know, you two weren't the ones that fucked me, but I know you're working with those motherfuckers. So you know. <laughs> oh no, Dave's two-month-old car warranty just expired. Somebody call oh, that guy. Oh, you need to get on that. You need uh, to get on that right now. If you uh, if you look in the show notes, you will find Dave's phone number, so you can please give him a call when this episode airs in like, I don't know, however many days it'll be. So I guess it's me, huh? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. We're not going to buy your lousy timeshare, all right? So <laughs> <laughs> I, I laugh a lot at everybody else, but I have to say, I feel that out of everybody, I was the one motherfucker who's probably sat through more of these bullshit sales pitches and, and experiences than anyone in this fucking, in this, in this fucking recording. Why am I not surprised? I, I honestly, it's like, here, I've sat through so many, I don't know which story to choose. <laughs> so I'm going to write down three numbers and I want you guys to tell me which one. All right. So pick between one, two, and three. Joe, vote for one or one of them. Uh, one. Wow, very original. Kenny. <laughs> Three. Okay. Chris. Two. You guys suck. You guys suck. What do you want, so man? What, what do you want? We want variety here, man. Come on. Then I'll, have to, then I'll have to give you I'll have to give you a very quick cannonball run of each. Okay. One, I was I sat down through a cutco experience. That's right. Cutco knives. I went through that <laughs> bullshit. And boy, did, oh boy. Did you buy? 
No, did I did not. Did you buy the leather like, shoe? <laughs> Shut up. I did not. But I went in there dressed up and everything because I didn't know any fucking better. But you yeah, wore a suit? They, they, what? <laughs> yes, wear, I did. I wore a suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they had to hover around you. They oh, were oh, this guy. This guy sold. He's going to buy two sets. I was young, okay? I was in my early 20s, if anything. If not, like I was like 20, 21. I didn't know any better. So yes, I sat through a Cutco thing. Did not sell into it. I was smart enough for that. Um, when I first came to LA, I sat down for, I went to one of these things where it was essentially pay to play radio, where you can have your own show on a time slot on a broadcast station, but you have to sell advertising to, or you have to pay that amount. So you agree every month, this much is due. Now, if you're a smart radio person, you'll sell that in advertising. So you have to pay a thing. You get your own radio show, but Nobody's ever going to fucking buy advertising on an AM station that nobody <laughs> listens to. I've got a, I've got some time on an island that I'd like to talk to you about later. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, well. Oh, We're not going to buy your lousy timeshare, all right? So that was one, and I did not go in for it. That was actually the probably I was the most proud of that one because I got the fuck up and walked out once they got to that part of the show. Did you wear a speech to that one? What's that? Did you wear a suit when you went to that? No, I did not. That one I went, so they didn't care because here's the douchebag who came in stinking of cigarettes wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, I get you. (laughs) The last one, Chris, you might remember some of this stuff. Oh my God, excuse me. Whoa, that's not good. I went in (laughs) for a company on the East Coast in Northern Virginia called Elite Modeling slash Model One, where they sell you headshots actor training and all this other happy horse shit and i went as far as i didn't pay for the headshots i don't think but i did pay for their acting class their acting class was a dude who was a day player on fucking homicide he came in popped a vhs tape into one of those av rigs played this scene where he walked into the police station shouting turned off the thing looked at us and then started yelling at us (laughs) <laughs> and at the mo at the time i was like well this is kind of cool the guys on tv in retrospect i'm realizing this was an actor who had no experience no real job opportunities and he was so angry at himself for having failed to the point he had to do model one classes but yes they got the 1200 bucks from my parents for that one so there we go nice bazinga and that's that <laughs> dave Take us out of here. What? what is oh, all right. Cue up the uh, Peter Griffin because I did fall for the timeshare. I am. We're not going to buy you lousy timeshare. Yeah, right? but how many do you have, or do you have timeshares with one company that owns shit all over the place? Because how does this? How does either this you have work? one that has wide reach, or you've literally bought into five? No, I got one that I can go anywhere, anytime. So it's at least not the one week in the middle of June, in the middle of Florida, because it's not hot enough. <laughs> Looks no, like you're go fucked. It's all right. <laughs> when, when is when is it when is it not hot enough in Florida? I'm I'm sorry, I don't get that. <laughs> so uh, negative two million points for Chris for. I didn't didn't mean to. All right, I'll take it. (laughs) All right, I guess that brings me to to me. 
Ooh, we see what I did there. Full circle. All right. So um, it just so happens that election day is right around the corner. Um, uh, obviously on the show, we don't really talk about politics or any hot button issues, but so I had to kind of revise this question a little bit because I did want to talk of, about the presidents specifically. If you could fight any president, non-living. Oh, any dead president? Any dead president, who would you fight? So, so obviously all the popular candidates, the last few, including our current one, are, are out of the question. Any non-living president, who would you fight? And hmm. so I would have to say <laughs> Lyndon Johnson. The reason being... <laughs> The reason being is because my dad hated his guts. So I feel like I, uh, just because of his stance on Vietnam, uh, basically because he, uh, well, I would have to do it for family uh, be, because my dad is no longer with us. So, I, so I'd have to live up to his legacy there. He, well, you could not mention Lyndon Johnson's name without my dad saying, may he rot in hell. <laughs> and, and, and the reason, and, and Art and, and, Art and Dave and all knew my knew my old man. Yes, Dave. How many times has Lyndon Johnson come up? To conversation? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good well, catch. Dave. Good it's catch been a while since you I spoke. You never mention Lyndon Johnson without no, my dad you, getting so angry. It's like, yeah. How he, many times are high schoolers bringing that shit up in the two thousands and nineties? I tried I, to get some Diet Coke, but Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> My you know, dad, there was that Brian Cranston movie where he played Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> my my dad would bring him up every now and again, and he would and he would always say that. And and it was like you know his big thing was the fact that you know the the candidate who ran against him I think it was Goldwater. Um, you know, literally, um, I don't remember, um, but you know, literally said uh, this was in '64 said that he was going to take, you know, you know, that he was going to, to escalate the conflict in Vietnam, whereas Johnson said, you know, he was not going to. And then when he was reelected, he really did escalate it. And, you know, it, it's once again, not trying to get into any real big. No president has political. ever lied, Joe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my old man blamed him for 50,000 people dying in Vietnam. He hated his guts. And, and for 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 my own thing, I think Johnson w was six four, which means he was about an inch taller than I was. And now that I'm practicing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I think I could take him. <laughs> I would whip. I would whip that Texan's ass. That's all I have to say. Well, watch out. You might beat him up, but his giant ding-dong would probably kick your ass. <laughs> hey, now. Every, everybody Google that. Everybody Google Lyndon Johnson and Jumbo. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> All right, let's go to Kenny next. Kenny. Yes, thank God, because I was afraid someone was going to take mine. Uh, I, I would fight Teddy Roosevelt because oh, you would whip your you, yes, 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 you Just all like were I thinking it. You, Just all, like the bro. you all were thinking that Tony, Teddy Roosevelt. Because Rough Riders, come on. I mean, there was a rap group named after it. Uh, yeah, I would fight Teddy Roosevelt because, I mean, frankly, if I can take down Teddy Roosevelt, who's going to take me down? That guy. Well, what like, happens if you don't? Didn't they call him Teddy because he fought a bear and won? 
yeah well there was a bear involved but i mean like but <laughs> so but what would happen if he had if he like handed your ass back to you I was the guy then who you got your ass kicked Teddy by Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt. There you go, get it. <laughs> <laughs> you had your ass kicked by a guy who did a speech with a bullet in his chest. But what yeah. if he lost to Lyndon Johnson? Come on, who wants to lose to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, correction. Correction, you're losing to Lyndon Johnson and his penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would fight Teddy Roosevelt. Because if I, if I say anything else, it'll be too political for the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, as long as the president's dead, you can say whatever you want. He's not. <laughs> Chris, you next. What do you have to say? <laughs> Chris is dying. I, you know, I, 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 that, that's a tough call because, you George know, Washington history has a, has a way, and I understand your father was, you know, against Lyndon Johnson, and, and I understand all that, but, you know, the history has a way of remembering presidents a certain way, and most of them remember well. So, you know, when you really look back on it, who would you really fight? And I, I, I think that I would, I would fight somebody, but I would want to lose to them, and probably Truman, because Truman was pretty badass. <laughs> and uh, and and I would like to just be like, yeah, I'm in the ring with him, but yeah, Truman beat me. <laughs> just imagine, just well, imagine if you fought FDR and lost. Yeah. Well. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, hey! Stop <laughs> taking my fucking answer, Joe. <laughs> Are you calling us Hitler? Shut up. <laughs> Gonna say, Chris, you could have taken on like fucking. Uh, I could have taken a bunch of them, but I like Harry S. Truman. I just like his name. You could have taken a Taft. <laughs> that guy was like the biggest president we've ever had. He got stuck in a fucking no. bathtub. For I know, sake. and I would, I would let him win. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy. Well, no mercy. I'm really, no I'm mercy. really pissed because Joe totally fucking jumped the shark and and just blew the air out of my joke, which was. I would totally take on Roosevelt, Franklin D. <laughs> Roosevelt, because that would be an easy fight. Yes. Boom. There it is. It's fine. That's, that's the joke. And here we go. Yeah. Fuck but there's guys. plenty of other people you, you could take on, too. Like, I mean, uh, a, a, a bunch are back in the public uh, like arena right now with, you know, you know, with uh, Hamilton, uh, you know, being as popular as it is right now, because of course, you know, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, I would fight Jefferson. He was a dick to Burr. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Now, which one, I'm trying to find, which one was the president that like on the day of his inauguration didn't wear a coat, got pneumonia and died? Was that Garfield? Or... <laughs> I, whichever one, That's... but he was only in there for like a week. That's the guy I'd take. <laughs> <laughs> he was already I don't think it was Garfield. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah um, Anne County education here, guys. Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah. We... <laughs> Either Garfield or McKinley. I can't figure no, it out. No, it couldn't be Garfield because he was in for, uh, well, that's Cleveland. I can't read. <laughs> oh, Garfield. Yep. That's him. Garfield. Uh, I, would, uh, I would push him on March 4th. And then on September 18th, the day before he died, is when I'd swing my first punch. Love it. I'd be right there cheering you on, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. Look hey, guys, I, I am a lover, not a fighter. Exactly. Uh, you guys also missed another um, another great one, too, Grover Cleveland, because you would, have had a, you would have had at least two occasions to fight him. So if you lost, like, the first time, uh, you think I won a second right. time. That's right. That's right. He came back a little later, right? Yeah, there he is. Yeah. And uh, let's see a few uh, be because there's a few more that that we lost recently. Uh, 
Ford was – oh, no, actually, Bushy Elder was the last one we lost. I was like, but, isn't uh, Ford – no, Carter? What's no, the Ford's one dead. Still alive? Carter's still alive. Carter, alive. Carter will never die. Carter had brain cancer <laughs> yeah. in, like, his 80s yeah. and 90s. and He's still kicking. Carter <laughs> is – Carter he's, is a He's still kicking. He was like, you know, I, I messed up. So, you know, I'm going to stay alive forever and build houses in Africa. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Good man, good man. Um. But I mean, but uh, you could take on JFK if only, uh, if only be because of his good looks. How about, yeah, how about Gerald Ford? Have... Gerald Ford was a model before he was when he was younger. He he was also an all, a a and a football a, player, an right? all pro football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a great athlete. They didn't yeah. fight bears. They did not <laughs> fight bears. That's true. The guy I beat fought bears. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, then I would fight George Washington because you know who he fought? Tyranny. Oh, that was Eisenhower. Oh, oh yeah, he fought. He fought a fucking golf club. He bitch slapped Hitler. Thank you very much. Eisenhower played more rounds of golf than anybody on the fucking planet. That's why there's golf courses named after him. (laughs) (laughs) And look, Dave's smiling because we used to play at Eisenhower Golf Course back in in high school golf team. It wasn't. um, Was it Taft, the one who got? stuck in the bathtub because he was so fat yeah that was yes. one yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so i think he would be the next one behind fdr who would be who would be like the best <laughs> the one well, yeah all you got to do is draw him a warm bath and then you can <laughs> a, a <fertile> fighting ground. <laughs> <laughs> guys uh, we are now talking about beating up dead presidents yep, we sure are. this is where we progress to oh my hey. goodness this show is disappointing, but you knew that already. That's true. That is <laughs> I love how disappointing true. it is, too. All right, Dave. Yeah. How would you score this? Um, so I do know there is one president that remained getting beat senseless time after time after time after time, and that was Theodore Roosevelt, who lost the Nationals president race like 100,000 times in a <laughs> row until they made the playoffs, and they were like, we're going to finally let Teddy win. So, uh, yeah, Theodore Roosevelt seems the easiest to be beaten based on mascot history. Okay, so that means you're giving Kenny the points. Kenny gets okay. the points. You know, uh, I think whatever. Andrew Jackson was a badass, too. Like, I think he was shot and actually, like, finished his speech, not Teddy Roosevelt. No, Teddy Roosevelt did a speech with a bullet in his chest. Andrew Jackson was the guy who got into, like, hundreds of duels because people kept saying shit about his wife. Yeah. So he did always shot, but yeah, it, well, yeah. You know what? I bet he cheated. I bet he cheated. So come at me, Andrew Jackson. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! What's the word? I can't. Descendants. That's it. I nod because I pretend that I know what you're talking about. Once again, American history, man. My God! Watch Hamilton. I, well, and, what? Uh, by the way, Secret Service. We love our presidents. Yes. Yes, we are not going to fight any any presidents that are currently alive. Secret Service. That is correct. Just yes. dead presidents. Just dead ones. We're gonna just dead ones. Dead. Yeah. We're gonna fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Gonna I was gonna say. Dig them bitch. up. Oh, <laughs> well, we're not fighting the band, the dead presidents, because yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Or wait. That dead Kennedys or dead presidents? Millions of peaches. 
pictures for me. No, those, those are the presidents. That's the presidents of the United States. <laughs> You're talking about the dead Kennedys. I just yeah, assumed you know there what? was a There's band a movie called, called Dead Presidents. That's what yeah. it is I'm thinking. There was about. a movie called Dead Presidents. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so, so Dave, who was the big winner then? Um, well, it was Chris until he talked badly about my timeshare. <laughs> Um, I, so I think Kenny goal. comes in first. Yeah, with that's right. I think I'm negative uh, like a million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna tell my wife that, and I hope I get sex tonight. Hey, wow, you think it never works for me? Well, no, then, hey, never, you know no, what, Ken? I'm maybe not, this will really. maybe this will be you. Looks like you're fucked. <laughs> so, on that note. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming out to play. I want to remind everybody out there who's uh, wasting their time listening to this to please go on and uh, leave us a good review. Like it. Uh, share the show with your friends, family, and enemies. If you don't like it, don't do any of those things. Especially your enemies. Especially your enemies. Definitely share it with them. And until the next time, we shall say... I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart to cheer. Goodbye, whiskey. I used to sing me for a season. I'm so happy. And you're coming. 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 And